Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 5 of Employees Only, presented by Mulcahy's Pub and Concert Hall. This week's guest was Jostix. Jostix is a musician, but more importantly, he's one of the best guys anyone will ever deal with in the bar, music business, especially here on Long Island. So, we really hope you enjoy the interview as much as we did. Oh man, Ruby, you look great, man. You look great, Ruby. Oh, thanks, Joe. You too. I love it. I, I love it. So you much. know, yo, yo, Tim, you lost some weight, man. What's going on? You been working? You working it's out? the floral it's the shot. I don't think I've lost <laughs> any weight. Yeah, oh man. Well, like, you know, the, wait, what is that? You, you lose a few pounds on the camera, or do you gain a few? I don't know. I think yeah. you gain a few, but I'll take Definitely. it. I mean, I'll take it. Wait, 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 Ruby, do you gain a few or lose a few in the camera? You tell us, Joe. I'm nervous to ask. I don't know. I know that people <laughs> have to think about, you know, you either gain. Gain a few pounds, a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it. They, you know, it puts it on. I think you me put it on. Me and Tim are both like very trim at the moment. So if if we do look heavy, yeah. it's, it's an illusion. I yeah. freaking love it. I freaking love it. I am growing my hair out though, John. I'm getting as close I, to I, you. I, I think. I, I, that's, that's what it is. I'm like, you know, what are you, what are you doing different? You know, yeah. you do something different. I don't know what it is. Maybe the it's longer my hair, I'll sure. get the thinner I'll look. So I'll just keep it growing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good technique so how are you, know you doing Joe? live from a uh, cafe quarantine how's how's lockdown been treating you right it's you know it's been good you know the, the, the first you know the first you know a uh, few weeks was like you know really interesting you know good to just do it and everyone was really stuck at home you know trying to deal with it and i figured well yeah, let me just go online and stuff you know and you know a lot of people tuned in and done a lot of good you know a lot of like positive feedback from it so i just kept doing it well it was but I done like in the past 10 days you know i kind of figure well things are slowly coming back so yeah we're you know, in that transition out now and, and we had cabana last wednesday which is great like dude like the parking lot it was great in the parking lot because you know they they stay within you know the the guidelines of the all that the tables but well, the problem came from outside the terminal because people were outside, yeah. they couldn't get in and they just stood outside. Yeah, so it was this crowd, I guess, you know, the city yeah, was like, you, oh, How are you going to keep the people away when you've got Jar and Evan on at Cabana? You, you know, know? And, and everyone was trying to get in and, you know, and they couldn't get in because, you know, yeah, it was like, like a two hour wait per table. Yeah. So people just started, you know, hanging out and drinking like, fuck it, we just, we just, we just hang out here. And, you know, I saw you and I was going to come by, but there must have been a huge wait. So I was like, I'll, I'll get you another time. Oh, dude, no, it was, yeah, it was like a huge wave, man. And it must I guess have felt good came. to get back out there. Everyone came and couldn't get in and just like, oh, fuck it, we'll just be out here and just drink and, you know, hang out. <laughs> Doing the online things, it was actually very, like, helpful and it was the only thing that felt normal, you know? And, like, it's such a stressful time and, like, you're worried, right. you're nervous. Dude, about I can only imagine. Family and friends. And then I was like, yeah. all right, at least we could listen to John, like, make some drinks yeah. and make dinner and felt somewhat normal, so. Thank you for right. that. Well, so just a lot of fun, a lot of fun nights were just like, like, you know, during, you know, the shows was just people would be having this whole other conversation in the timeline. And yeah. it was just, I loved it. I just loved it. It was just so, so many times, you know, when, you know, I'm, I'm doing a show and I'm looking at the timeline, people just carrying on. So it's, like, it's just typically like what happened at the bar, you know, you start playing, the music is good. It's like everyone is in the zone. Yeah. Then it's a whole other conversation taking place, people drinking. And it felt like that because there were people talking about other shit, cars and uh, <laughs> um, the, the testing thing and what you're doing and what you're cooking and, you know, like making bread. Like, oh, <laughs> you're like, hello. <laughs> on, on, on the timeline. And I, I freaking loved it because I'm like, yes, this is like, 
how would you feel like you know the music is good we all you know gather around the music but there's a whole world that's happening around that space we created. Yeah. Of course. I feel, like, I feel like you adapted to it really quickly. We, uh, oh, we both joined it. in on a couple of the lives. They were awesome. And so you're, <laughs> so you're joining us live from Cafe Quarantine. That's obviously your place. You're, you're in the city or in Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Yeah. How, how was it there for, for lockdown, being away from... Uh, it's got to be wow. the longest time you've been away from Long Beach for, for a real, minute. For <laughs> yeah. You know, I've not seen anyone not been able to see anyone, you know, um, and it was just, man, it was, it, it's just a new thing for everyone, I guess. So we're all, we're just trying to deal, deal with it and cope with it and make sense of it. Um, and I was just trying to be in the moment and just take it all in and just like not, so I, I, I hardly posted. I was just, just, I, I was online, but I wasn't posting much because I was just trying to get a feel for what everyone was going through and, and seeing people's timelines of, you know, parents and grandparents and family and people who were in the front line and looking at, you know, their posts. And, and so it was just like, a, it was a, for me, it was a time of just being quiet and just listening more than speaking. Mm-hmm. Of course. So that's, that above anything else, that, that, that was how I dealt with it. I just felt like I needed to, you know, I mean, I'm safe at home, you know, I'm, I'm you know, in the comfort of my house. I, mean, I, I don't have to go out every day. I'm not in the front line, and and I necessarily didn't have anyone really close to me like that. But and then I had someone really close to me went through the ordeal of you know getting COVID, you know, like really like a close family member, you know, my aunt. Sorry so it, it it was really scary for like the two weeks. You know, I had to be online with her because I couldn't be there. So I'm calling, you know, my cousins, you know, her kids, and like you know, do this, do that. So it was just, you know, it, it, that actually hit home, like, that close to me. Because everyone, everyone was like, well, a friend, you know, grandmother, you know, some loved their grandparents and, you know, cousins, whatever. So it was always like, a, you know, a second, third degree away until it hit that close. And it of was just course, like the yeah. scariest I'm sure thing. a lot of people can relate yeah. to that as well. But we appreciate all the lives you did. They the were, music made it Tim so said, valuable. A welcome, a welcome yeah. break to the craziness. It was so nice to have you guys. It felt normal. And then, like, not to sound corny, like, the music was such a... I appreciate it so much more than usual. Like, yeah, you go out to bars, you hear it, but, like, when it calms (laughs) you down or, like, makes things feel normal, it gave me a whole other level of appreciation, Joss. And obviously... So hopefully now, Joe, you know, we're on baby steps, but almost on, on the way back to some kind of normal. But today, you know, we're we're here to learn about the, the man behind the mic. So, you know, we're we're here for... We want to hear about you today. So, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we, we've had a lot of interest from all our like followers on, on the Moles page. You know, we're, we're excited to hear it and hear, hear your side of the story. So, yeah. Oh, great. We're really excited great. to have you. Well, I also want to hear your side of the story. <laughs> so, Chuck, <laughs> so, what inspired you to initially pick up a guitar? How did the whole, how did the myth of Jostics get started? Way back when. Music is just something that's always been there, you know. So I it wasn't like a, a one singular moment that says, "Well, here it is. You're doing this, or you know, or you're not doing this." It just was always like fish, you know, in water. You don't even realize it. You know, you're just there. So for me, music has always been there, and I never really thought about it. It was never like a, you know, the thing away from apart from me. It was always a part of me. So parents, you know. Are you from a musical family, Jar? 
was um well both my parents are huge you know music lovers so it was just a natural thing you know and i know my my dad you know just has a huge music collection so there's always music you know around him and my mom was this great music person my mom's an artist so you know she always had art thing around her anyway between what what kind of art well, my, well, my, my mom, you know, visual artist, and she also designed clothes. So wow. I like my first recollection of anyone doing art with my mom, just doing sketches of, you know, of, of her creations. And, and I took to that, like naturally, I, you know, I would sketch just by watching her and I learned how to do, you know, I just paint and draw stuff like that, just being around her, you know, just, just like by osmosis almost, just kind of pick stuff up as a kid, not able to think about it. So, so you're a musician and an artist. Who would have thought? No one, uh, you so, got to get some job yeah. paintings, you know? No, for real, right? I, I should start going, going back to painting and drawing, man. Job. <laughs> yeah, you could call it jart. <laughs> jart. <laughs> where, where, um, where did you grow up, Jar? So I, I kind of grew up, you know, in a lot of places. You know, I grew up in Europe, in London specifically where I was born. And, you know, I, I grew up. Shout out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, hey, Cruz, you know. <laughs> East End, East End London in the you building. <laughs> Taking over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts. You know, just, you know, there, you know, my parents were, you know, young, traveling the world, hippie, DP type, you know, living their lives and being artists and all that. Um, and, you know, I grew up there. I, I grew up in New York. You know, I, I grew up everywhere. You know, I just like traveled a lot as a kid. And, uh, you know, and my parents were just very open to for me seeing the world. Um, so I just just drifted, you know, wherever they went, and also wherever I felt like I could learn or just be a part of a deeper, you know, um, experience in the ocean of the world. You know, just, oh, so I've always loved the metropolitan cities and where everyone just mixed and you know melt together. It's just always been my thing. So. And you mentioned obviously your your mom's art. Did um did you have any musical influences growing up? Um, for me, I listened to everything, but I, I guess my biggest influences would you know would have to be you know the reggae music and jazz and 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 blues and R and B and funk you know. But specifically artists would be you know without a doubt Bob Marley, you know huge influence. Um, Tracy Chapman, huge influence. Um, Jimi Hendrix, of course, Stevie Wonder, Bob Dylan. Um, you know, um, Cabana Bob on the bongos. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Cabana Bob on the bongos. You know, just, just you know, just the world of music. But those those figures always just always been just huge for me. You know, Seal, of course. You know, just being from you know the whole London experience, Seal had a huge influence on me as well. You know, um, bands like PM Don, Seal, Tracy Chapman, Bob Dylan. Bob Marley, of course, Stevie Wonder, Jimi Hendrix. You you said uh, music was always around you. Um, who did yeah. you teach yourself how to play the guitar? Was that your mom or your dad or like anyone else specifically? I, the I, guitar? Myself, yeah, I'm self-taught. I feel like all the musicians are. You know, it must be a thing. You just take to it. Right, you just take to something that really you know. I guess if you have passion for anything, you kind of find a way to make it happen. Especially as a kid, where there's just there's less restrictions mentally mm-hmm. to learn new things. So and was I it always like was it always the guitar? Did you ever dabble with other instruments? Yeah, we know I, that you you're, know, a, you're a master on the loop pedal. 
I, I tried I tried the <laughs> piano for a while, you know, but you can't dance to the piano. You have to be stuck. You <laughs> right. can't move around. I was like, yeah, I don't want I want to get the dance moving. You can't also. drag one into Cabana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm not dragging, you know, uh, you know, a piano into the Cabana. It was like, you can't do that. You know, the guitar just in your back, you can go. You see the world with a guitar in your back. It's harder to do with the piano strapped to your back. When did you, um, how old were you when you came to America? And like, what year? Like, I always find that fascinating. Like, people just, like, like Ruby too. Like, all right, you just move into another country, you know? I mean, well, you know, my parents, you know, my parents moved here when I was a kid and, so I would go back and forth, you know, London, New York, London, New York. So it was there was never like a moment. It was always like an ongoing thing. Oh, no so I, I can't even remember, you know, being a kid, like, well, it was a particular moment to say. It was just more like, you know, you do something so much like, I, like if, if it wasn't for Bob, I probably wouldn't remember the first time I was being long because he'd been there so much. You yeah. don't even remember mm-hmm. when exactly that thing takes place because it's like a, continuum of so much other things so oh so your parents i never, live I never like never really crosses my mind even think about that it's what i've always known yeah you know back and forth but it wasn't like one moment so well we're doing this now yeah. maybe i should ask my mom i don't know I should probably <laughs> have you got any notable differences between your london life and your new york like even back then i mean also I mean, we know london i was pretty young as well so you know my experiences would be totally different from now but yeah um so, it just, it's always fascinating to me because, like, I haven't left Wanto and Long Beach, so <laughs> I always think it's amazing. I guess, you know, like, you know, I'm, of course, weather, you know, weather is a, a huge thing. I, you know, <laughs> everyone makes the joke about London being wet, <laughs> cold and wet all the time. So, They're not fun. there was a lot of those. You know, I remember a lot of those. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you know, mashing bangers and, you know, chips. <laughs> Just, you know, just so much different things that you remember as a kid. You kind of like just floats away in your head. Yeah. So um, but yeah, you seem you know. like you're pretty start, like you're sticking in uh, New York for a little while, though, right? Like you've been here pretty consistently, right, for a while. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I think so. But I'm also at a place where you know, was you know, time to see more of the world as well. So you know, um, I'm also been thinking about that as well a lot lately, and this whole. COVID, you know, lockdown really, you know, messed that up. But I mean, everyone's plans got messed up, so I'm not the only one that I shouldn't even be complaining. But, you know, just, just thinking on you know, on that theme alone, I've just been thinking of seeing more of the world anyway. Yeah. Have you got where's um, top of your, where's like top of your list that you haven't seen and where's top of your list that you already have? Well, some of us have been before, but I kind of want to go back there again after everything is just transpired in the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe just because I probably didn't like, um, appreciate it as much God, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just a lot of like trans like you know like sometimes you go to places that it's more very trans it's transitory in a way that you don't even think that you know um you might want to be really there to experience what it is you came to see because you have so much other stuff going on you know so like right now more than ever you know um i you know oh, man so many places you know brazil you know um um Spain again, you know, spend more time in the Caribbean, Jamaica, you know, um, Trinidad, mm. more time in Africa, you know, um, oh, I want to go far east as well, you know, there's only some more stuff. You know, Japan. World tour. Jaws going on a world tour. You know, and and those are Higher like one of the plans, <laughs> you know, like damn, you know, like this is the year, let's do this, and like everyone's plans got, you know, messed up, so. 
Well, Those are like all parts of like the things I wanted to do. You know, Cuba, for example. You know, and you know, just the history and 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 the people and the places and things that you know you've been so. You know, Spain again. You know, Morocco, um, Israel, of course. Just you know, just the history and things and people, Egypt. You know, just like, and then the whole world had to pause for you know three months, and it's like, well, it's man, a good, you know, it's like, a good what time. Am I doing? It's a good, it's a, I found it as a reminder to like, go travel when you're allowed to, you know, <laughs> yeah. like exactly. you're always sitting at home, like when you I have know, the like, chance, ever, right? yeah, when you more have the ever, chance, right? go travel and see the world. Right. You yeah. Know, like more gonna... than ever, you know, like uh, I was already mentally there, you know, like from like last winter, you know, and, and this whole shutdown even just made it even clearer that, you know, I was thinking the right thing was just about three months too late. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. As long as you're back in town in the summer, you know that, you know, from May to September, you you can't be anywhere else. Right. And so talking of amazing places, obviously, you know, we're we're Long Beach natives these days. Obviously, you are the honorary mayor of Long Beach. I think that's safe to say. As as we mentioned, so we've had we've had Bob on the podcast. He was episode one, Bob Johnson of Cabana, the one and only. Um, oh, so we've heard, we've heard his version of events of how you guys met, but we want to hear it from your side, Joe. What, what happened? How did that perfect match come together when you first met Bob? All right. So I, I used to play in Penn Station. I was a part of this program called uh, Music Under New York. Okay. And, you know, you, you go through the MCA, have an art, arts and transit program. And, you know, they give you, you know, you go to audition, they give you a banner and you put it up. So, you know, the cops don't mess with you and they know that you are, like, you know, legally allowed to be there and you have a permit and you show to them. So that's how I got playing. How long have you in, been doing that? Oh, no, I don't remember now. It's just, you know, on and off. You know, I, I do it for a while. I take a break. You know, I, I go back into the subway, which is like on a platform. And some nights I'll be up on the mezzanine, which is where I met Bob. Because I used to play, I used to play at a Penn Station by um, Tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a bar, like, next to the McDonald's. You come down the escalator, mm-hmm. the bar on the left of that called Tracks. I think it got, you know, um, it got bought and, you know, they're doing something else with that right now. It has to be a bar that called Tracks. So I'd be on the other side of that by the McDonald's and I used to play there. I'd have a little amplifier, I'd play. And, um, you know, one of those nights, you know, I was playing and Bob, you know, saw me playing and said, hey, you know, I got this bar in this town, you know, it's called Beach. <laughs> You should come out, you know, and, you know, and, and see if you like it. You know, you can hang and play. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, you know. What did you um, think at that point? Were you just kind of like, all well, right, cause well. Like, well, it happens a lot, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, sure. I, 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 play, I play different bars over Long Island, but for some reason, you know, and I think that's also a thing about people, places, and things. Sometimes, you know, life leads you a certain way, and you're, you kind of find your people in a way. Like, when you say your people, it's more about, like, people you kind of, you know, you're comfortable around. They find you, you find them. You kind of find each other. So we found each other. You know, Bob Johnson, myself, and Long Beach and myself. And and funny enough, what happened, so, you know, I, Bob calls me up, say, hey, you know, do this, you know, get on the train. Because I'd play other towns in Long, Long Island before then, but... Which, which ones did you really play? Stopped. Okay. Which, which ones? You know, any in particular? I, I, I do like random gigs, you know, okay. like other spots in Long Island, but mm-hmm. they weren't like you know regular or like yeah. a scheduled thing. And most of the time, I just go there and play and leave, you know. Yeah. I never really hung out per se because 
also it was late and I didn't be back. I was like, you know, I don't want to Which sounds out. very oh. uncharacteristic, my ass. <laughs> yeah. You know, what? Right? <laughs> like, who was this guy? <laughs> right. You know, so I was like, but, you know, and Bob, you know, called me up, said, hey, you know, okay, this train, whatever, I'll pick you up. And, you know, and it was just from the first day I came to Long Beach, I played the Cabana. It just felt like, it was like, natural. It was like a fit. It was like, oh, I, I love the energy. Like, mm-hmm. town rocks, you know? And knowing that, you know, that, you know, the beach community was there, you know, and the, the surf community was there. It just felt like such a natural, you know, match. Like, wow, like, well, why didn't I even find out about one week, like, much <laughs> yeah. earlier? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but once again, it goes to the same thing. Like, sometimes, you know, you you, you and your people that were, like, a part of who you are, you find yourself, you know, like, you kind of travel the same paths and, yeah. you know, you find each other different times and universe at work i wanted to know the uh truth because i feel like you play almost every bar in town every six feet you're playing somewhere every (laughs) night so i wanted to figure out the real meeting who got you there so cheers to cheers to bob johnson you know and you know that's like yeah like bob johnson started the whole train (laughs) literally you know i think he said 10 years ago right he said I didn't um, know it was that long. Not quite then, but you know, it's close. Yeah. Wow. It's not quite then, but it's been close. Would you ever consider you know, ma- I- would you ever consider making the move out there, Joe? To Long Beach well, full I've done time? It a few times, you know, yeah. but I always come back to Brooklyn because like <laughs> I kinda like the balance. Yeah. And also winter in Long Beach is not my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. You know, I'd rather be winter in the city, you know, or you know, yeah. Brooklyn where it's cold, but it's not like right on the ocean cold. <laughs> <laughs> right. If everyone knew where you lived, too, they'd be at your front door. Like, oh, yeah, place is so That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like you know the the two worlds, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like got us just showing up. Being, you know, in Long Beach and back and forth, it's just more variety, you know. So. And obviously, we know you you play in the city a lot as well. Thursdays, you've got Supply House, right? And in yeah. circumstances. So Thursdays, I stay Supply House on the Upper East Side. Saturdays, of course, Long Beach, you know. Yeah. Sunday, Long Beach or Freeport, wherever. Do you find Tuesday a big difference night. between the, the city and Long Island? The what? Do you, do you find, like, a difference between the city and Long Island in terms of, like, atmosphere, city joints? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, because, yeah, you know, city is very city. You know, it's very, you know, just people working and getting get to work and coming to the bar to have a drink and go home. Mm-hmm. That's not the case in Long Beach. You're at home. But <laughs> yeah. we, we just go in and we're going in until we have to be dragged home, <laughs> which is like 10 feet away anyway. So yeah. <laughs> we're, we're here. That's a long 10 feet sometimes, Joe. Yeah, I know. You know but yeah, then that could take an hour just to get from the bar home. Not because it's that far, but just everything else in between home and the bar. Hmm. Um, <laughs> with all your gigs and... I'm sorry, John. With all your gigs and obviously the craziness in Long Beach, and I know you do weddings, do you have any, like, one, or you've, I'm sure you have a couple, but what's one crazy moment or wedding or something that sticks out to you in Long Beach or anywhere, really? Oh, man. Weddings are, are just, like, dope. I love weddings just because everyone's happy. People are getting married, and, you know. And sometimes how I actually get the wedding gigs is, the people getting married meet at one of my gigs. Oh, that's true. That happened quite a few times that it was like so, just really dope, just how the whole thing is like, oh, you know, and I forgot to tell you, I actually met her at, you know, Beach House. I met her at the Cabana. I met her at the Supply House. You know, like people would tell me the stories like three years later, like, wow, 
and that's why you have to play the wedding. And of course, I'm, I'm like, I can't say no. Like, you know, wow, you know. Yeah, that's and, awesome. You know, I, I that happens, you know, pretty often, you know, which is like really dope. I just love when I hear that. Or, you know, like a part of our dating life revolved around coming to see you at the bar, you know, as part of, mm-hmm. because we met, you know, at the cabana, at the beach house, you know, and it just became a thing, you know, so it's like, man, yeah, if you're there, we come in because it's a part of, you're a part of our story type type of so. Yeah, for sure. You, uh, you definitely bring people together better than like almost any musician I've ever seen, you know, like. I love people, man. I just love, I love the world. I love people, you know, I just love everyone. And, you know, until you prove yourself not lovable, which you, everyone's lovable, you know, so like, why would you love people? You know, mm-hmm. God is beautiful and God created this huge, colorful rainbow of the world and everyone and things and like if you have a problem with any of that it means you have a problem with god's creation yeah which means you have a problem with god so why would you have a problem with god in the first place it's, it's insane it's crazy you yeah i think like your fun loving attitude it definitely um translates to the crowds you play and definitely translate to long beach and cabana probably especially because it's just easy going and you always get people relaxed and you having know, the most like, fun you know, that's, that's the whole purpose of, you know, life, you know, just to love and give love, share love and uplift people whenever you have a chance to, you know, the world is treated the way it is enough, you know, we don't need more of that. We just need, you know, we need more everything of love and positive energy and lifting people up and, you know. You also, Joe, like, I don't imagine there's too many people, I hope not, that are listening that have never seen a Jostic show, if you haven't, fix that you know once yeah. that normal, but you also do an amazing job of like bringing in like other artists like i've been at cabana so many times when you've like that's not what i was getting to <laughs> you bring everyone up we're getting sidetracked ruby's we're get, a great mc right, we're I getting very yo, very check out my instagram right, for cut. ruby live at we're Havana. cutting this out yeah. we're cutting this out what else that's what I, you do though you bring people up everyone has a great time like every other artist might be like oh on, no that's my let microphone. me get back to my question wait we want to talk about umc Super Bowl. We're talking about that. We're talking about um, you bringing up. Uh, so I've got two questions. Did you ever? Um, did you ever play as part of a band? Have you always been solo? And also, have you got any? Because I, I, I already know the answer is yes. But any um, like other artists who you bring up who are like up and comers, the next not not the next Jar Six because they'll never be a next Jar. But you know, anyone that we've got to keep an eye out for. The only thing I mean, like I, I always love this, you know, because. Music is about community. It's never been about just the, the focal point of, you know, one thing because the people and the music, they go, they go together. So it's never really, I've never seen it as being about the artist per se, mm. but even though an artist, you know, has a voice and a message, whatever, in a way, but it's the ultimate message for me is always about bringing people together. That's always, which is why, like, Cabana happened to be one of my, favorite places to play, not because of anything else, but, you know, I love Bob Johnson, you know, like death. But the cabana has a certain charm about it because it's a small space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that adds to the ambience of, you know, like, uh, you know, like a really cozy, yeah. you know, like I love playing the beach house because beach house got like a great beach vibe, you know, open mm-hmm. and, and that's 
one element of that because it's open and you know you kind of spread out a bit. Um, Supply House has a similar vibe, but it's also more spread out because it's a bigger space. Mm. But Cabana is such a small space, and the energy reverberates quicker, you know, and faster mm. within the space that it's just like it almost energizes you in a way. And I just love that, you know, I can I can be in close quarters with people, you know, that I you know I, I have love for, and just like this the energy just you know just turn 10 times over and back and forth. It's just a great feeling for me. So um, so you kind of like being that, like the facilitator rather than like as as part of a band. You're, you're kind of like, you are the Pied Piper. <laughs> you're the, ki- you're way, the king you know, of the feature. I, 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 I always felt like in a way, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like let's, let, you know, tilt the horn and let everyone follow them. Yeah, before yeah, you know yeah. it, there's no leader. Everyone is the leader and everyone is the following away and we're all in together. So, um, and that's another reason why I love to have people, you know, share the stage because it's like you know just bring in you know and come in and join in and you know do this and it's just like i love it and I it gives you a chance it. to get a drink <laughs> you know, and, and that's too yes you know it gives me a chance to get to the bar and luckily because the band is such a small bar we would take three steps and have the bar and come back so you know that's always been like you know one of those things i love you know and i've got to be late at night so just having people come up different people that you know I just like wow, man, you sound great, you know. Mm-hmm. Person, time you guys should hear this person. Um, and it's so many. It's like, like, it's like a Long Beach has got talent. Every every jar show, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're always you're gonna see you, and then there's a chance that you're gonna see someone else. Unfortunately, yeah, sometimes you know, the chance to see Ruby on stage as well. You know, it happens. Some people, <laughs> some people, you call up, and I'm like, damn, yeah, that feels that's good. Like, saying. who is that? Like, you call someone like they're eating a quesadilla. You're like, come up and sing, and they're great. Right. You know, and I, I just love that. I love being able to just, you know, share share the experience, you know, with other people. So I've always, and I know I, I, I'll always do that. I just mm-hmm. love yeah. that, you know, whole the process and what it creates in its mm-hmm. own. It's just, yeah, I love it. But so many people do so like a lot of cool stuff that so many to name, you know, even in Long Beach, you know, in Long Island, in the city, you know, it's like, I just, come on, you know, <laughs> grab a song or two. You know, Joe. You're so popular amongst like the crowd and the bar owners obviously love you because you create such a good vibe and you bring people in, et cetera, et cetera. Like what advice would you give an up and coming musician? Like a guy trying to make it as a songwriter in a bar and, you know, right. to entertain people. Um, I think you just, you know, love what you do, you know, and, and like um, there's this there's this quote I, 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 um, I put out on my you know, on, on my page every now and then, it says, like, love God, love people. Yeah. You know, that's, that's it, you know, because if you love people, then you want to be good to and good with people, which means you would want to see them happy, want to see them loved, want to see them feel loved and share love. Mm-hmm. So um, if you love God, then you love the things that God made, which is people. And if you love people, because you love God, then it's all related. So mm-hmm. that energy, because you, I mean, like, if, if you love God's creation and you want to see God's creation do well, you want to see it, you know, thrive, because it's like, you know, it's like your dad, you know, the way whatever your dad touches, you want to see it do well, mm-hmm. automatically, because yeah. you love your father. So whatever your dad creates or touches, you want to see it just blossom and become the best it can be. So the same way I look at you know, people, you know, God's Christian, like, well, however I can make you feel better and do better and be better and however I can uplift 
Um, because it's, you know, the, the rising tides and all falls, you know, it's like we all rise together or we all fall you know, together, literally. Joe, would so, you, would you say, um, would you say you're ambitious? Have you got any like bigger goals that you haven't quite reached yet or you pretty content with like where you are? Is there anywhere that you'd like love to play or something you'd love to do with yeah. your, with your music? I, I think I would just, you know, love to share more music with more people at this point. I think that's more than anything else where I'm at right now. Um, I, you know, that's the goal of mine right now. I just want to share more music with more people mm. in that just being able to feel that love and, 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 and be a part of the, the voice and, and the, the tool that just helps to push out and create more love for more people. You know, it's kind of like, um, if I'm a chef, you know, like I, you know, people say, oh man, you know, you're, you know, you're pasta, you know, like, like, you know, Anthony Bellotta, for example, you know, he makes a lot of great stuff. Let's see, he has this thing that he does, like, man, yo, he food's phenomenal. Yeah. I, I think he would definitely want to share that meal with as many people as possible. Yeah. Because he wants to see people who enjoy food and he wants them to, cause, you know, the feeling of food, like when you, get something you really love, like, oh, man, I love that, dude. I love that. Like, yo, let's get some more of it. Like, yo, order another one. Like, yo, let's just get some more. That's so, what Anthony said. Him and his family and his friends, like, he shares his love with his family through food. Like, him and his dad are like, oh, I love you, Dad, but he's like, you got to try this meatball or something. <laughs> like right, that, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's that kind of feeling, like, you know, like, I, I just feel blessed and I, I have something that I can share with people. Then, mm-hmm. you know, and they, you know, and, 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 you know, just humbly, thankfully, that they respond to it in a positive way that they, they, you know, they, they respond in love and say, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's an energy that, you know, they, they feel uplifts them. And so I would, would like to share that with as many people as possible. So that's, that's, I think at this point, um, where my head is at, just mm-hmm. goal-wise. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, however form it takes, you know, in the next few, you know, weeks, months, whatever, with the world being the way this, you know. But that's really, like, above anything else where um, my 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 head is, you know, like, you know, yeah. focused on just to... And you've been writing stuff, up. right? You've been writing stuff. Oh, dude, I do, dude. Oh, man, like, so much stuff, you know. And it, it sucks because I had stuff that I would written that was ready, you know, to go before this all went down. Yeah then I have to kind of like stop all that because we're literally in a different world than we were four months ago. Yeah, paused. Mm-hmm. Totally different world. How does the writing and process like go? Like, does it, for you, like, does it come quick or is it, like, I, I always found it amazing. Like some artists, like say like Luke Combs, like he wrote a number one song in his basement in like an hour during the quarantine. Right. Like, does it come fast or like slow? Like, how does it go for you? It's different, but oftentimes, you know, um, Sometimes, like, you, you kind of get an idea of what you want to say in, in like, you know, in a few minutes, like a snapshot. Mm-hmm. And the, the work begins when you have to kind of translate that into a tape. You know, it's, it's kind of like, I guess, you see an image in your head of, uh, let's say, um, a church or a flower, you mm-hmm. know, a car, whatever. Like, you know, you're, you're an engineer. You, you have a vision of something that comes to you. Maybe you sit down on the street and you kind of envision a car with, you know, three wheels or two wheels, whatever, just as a flash. 
So the process becomes how to take that idea that hits your, you know, the light bulb moment, how to translate that to something tangible that people can see. Mm -hmm. So for me, sometimes, you know, the idea hits, the ideas always come first. Um, to me, you know, just like, it's a feeling to get of something, then you have to translate that into music and words that would capture how you feel. But that's where the work is. Some people like they're quick, they can just, you know, bang it out. So sometimes an idea comes and it's boom, you know, done. And sometimes it takes weeks or months. I mean, I have songs that I've worked for, on for years. I just I touch it and I forget about it. But yeah. it's not quite hitting where I want it to hit. And I don't know a better way to like bring that out. And I just kind of let it go. And some, some songs are just 20 minutes. Everything just pours out like done. That's so awesome. always, it's never one way to, you know, to get to the water and that. Just you know, just more than one way home when it comes to that. Yeah, for, for me at least. Some people are different, but yeah. On um on the the flip side of that, we obviously know you as well for your as mentioned master on the loop pedal. You've got a hell of an archive for for your covers, and you do a great job with them all. Have you got any personal favorites? If you've got a top three of like requests for you, your top three like covers to perform, what are they? Just right. so I, I can make a mental note for next time. <laughs> um, I I think just you know over the years, um, over the years I'd say uh, the top three mm -hmm. would have to be Fast Car. Springs to mind straight away like for sure. Mm -hmm. And it, it's so funny because like I, I've heard so many versions of that song now, like more people doing it, which is great. Um, but I think I have my own way of doing that. No one has done yet, 100%. and and I I really because someone actually actually I heard a version of um uh, um this band um thing called um uh, Black Pumas. They just put out a version about a month ago. I just like randomly I was walking out my night walk. That's what I did at night when I couldn't go anywhere during the block time. Walk around the park. <laughs> but I live around about Project Park. I just run around the park come back home. And then they put out a version of it, which is kind of cool. So I think right now there's probably about three versions of it out there. So I was like, oh man, do I now want to put my version out? I don't know. But that's one of those songs that it just, 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 I was a kid, you know, first time my mom ever played a record for me, I was like, oh man, this song. Mm -hmm. But that's like one of those songs that just, you feel you want to share with people. Yeah. And for some reason, people, you know, took to it. And I'm really grateful for that. So um that's like yeah my like my most requested song yeah. fast car and also because i i you know i do a medley of it yeah so that gives it something like you know no one does it the way i do it i guess you know i don't know but your medley um, and, yeah. the, and the foot pedal thing you do songs differently than anyone does them like you did a reggae version of shallow from <laughs> yeah. a stars band, right. and it was awesome don't judge me i didn't want to admit it i was like what a song <laughs> You know, and, and you did and, it like fast. It was sick, you know. Yeah, and I think that's like part of what I enjoy, because I think you must really enjoy what you do above just doing it because it's cool and you can do it because it's easy, because it comes easy. But I think there's another part of that where it brings you joy in itself. Like yeah. it really brings me joy to be able to hear a song I really love and just decipher it and deconstruct it. And, and represent it in another format, another way that's like, oh, wow, I never thought about that. You know, so I, 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 can, I can sometimes hear a song and I automatically just start thinking, 
how could I translate that in my own voice in my own way without doing it the way it's done? Mm-hmm. Which is nothing wrong with that because some people want to hear the song the way it's done. But I, I get more emotional attachment mileage, which helps me perform it better because I can relate to it in through my own filter, through my own experience. So the song takes on the life that feels like almost like I wrote it yeah. because I'm, I'm, I'm singing the song in my own voice in a way. So it, it just has more, there's just more weight to it. Definitely keep doing that. You know, we don't want to hear the song how we hear it on the radio. We like the job versions. I, I don't know, you know, that just, but that's just how I feel about, you know, like the songs that I do. I, I feel like I always want to bring my own thing to it. Not, not, it's not, I, it's not a conscious, necessarily a conscious effort. It's just, it's just a way of like expressing how you feel about something that you enjoy. But you don't, you know, Lady Gaga sang the song because that's how she felt about what shallow means to her. Mm-hmm. When I heard the song, I loved it, but I I felt like if I have to relate the same story, because we all we all tell a story, yeah. you know, whatever you are like. But if 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 you if you told a story about your experience, let's say you went um, scuba diving, you know, yeah. you would tell the story in your you know your story about scuba diving in your own in your in your own voice. And if I was to relate your story about scuba diving to Ruby, I, I don't think I would tell your story the way you told it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have to translate your story in my own voice to Ruby, like Tim did this and this in this way. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's good analogy. You know, I'd have to translate that. Yeah. I like to call it Jalo instead of Shallow. <laughs> <laughs> Jalo. I didn't say that. Is that why you asked the question? <laughs> yeah, I, I just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've been um, obviously. Yeah, so yeah, that, so, so that has also become one of the one of my most requested, you know, yeah. recently yeah. in the past year. You know, that actually took on like a whole life of its own. That it's actually yeah, also become like one of my most requested, you know, covers as well. So you know, yeah. following on the thread of you know covers requested, that's also yeah, that's probably like number two. Wow, after NASCAR, yeah, because that's like I I got so many requests that. I recorded it. I actually, I told you I recorded the version of it. I haven't played it out yet, but I actually did record. I would say it's always girls asking you for it, but I might have. <laughs> and <yeah>. Tim. <laughs> All the girls and Tim. So, Joe, we've um, obviously, in the, the spirit of these crazy times, uh, every guest that we've had on, we've kind of uh, asked them this question. So, when everything's, you know, back to normal, God willing, um, if right. we were to, you know, here, can be at Moles, can be somewhere else. We're hosting Jarfest, right? It's the comeback show. It's everything. It's the ultimate party. It's lockdowns oh, ended. Wow. This is this is the party to end, but also start them all. Uh, oh, co- dude, so a couple of questions, we have, right? We have, we have to have a party. Well, like this that. is it. So listen, so it's hypothetical because there's no budget. <laughs> yeah, and right. The artist could be dead or alive. So it gets better. So you oh, wow. you're okay. picking you're picking a headliner for your concert and an opening act, and then you've also got. You've got a VIP table, so you can have three VIP guests, dead or alive, hanging with Jar in the VIP. We know you're a man of the people. You're going to be here, there, and everywhere, but at your VIP table, who are your guests? And your headliner and your opening act. And obviously, you can jump on, you know. It wouldn't be Jarfest without you taking the stage. Okay, so, so opener, mm-hmm. headliner, VIP table with three guests. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Tough one. Do, De- dead or alive, no budget. Or not? No, no, whichever, whichever you want. 
I mean, if you know uh, the, the headliner, I'd probably pick a musician. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I would think. But yeah, so. no, um, guess, guess anything. <laughs> All right, so I, 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 oh, I think that the, the headliner for me would be easy. It have, have to be Bob Marley. Yes. You know, and the Whalers. So you know, the Whalers definitely um, headlining, opening act. Oh, musically. Ah, tough one, man. Really, really tough. Uh I think, because uh, I'm, I'm not going to put myself in this. No, I'm not. So you got a I'm, I'm yeah. putting we're, we're for, yeah. You say no, and then we force you up. So headline about Marley, opening act, that's a really, really tough one. Um, whew, that's a tough one. Um, but I, I would I would say, uh, whew. It can be you. It could be like who, who you'd collab with who did you want to open for yeah. right oh yeah i mean i any any of this acts that i talk about i would love to open up for themselves but i think just because um to be at a place where the bookmarks of a show mm-hmm. would be this two acts and i think it'd be really dope to see this two acts on the same stage mm-hmm. and, I, and i think it happened before so someone showed me a picture of um of this this act in um, somewhere, I'm not sure, either in the U.S. or Jamaica. But I think it, uh, and the bookmarks would be Stevie Wonder and Bob Marley. Ooh, Jarfest. Jarfest. And who's at your table? So my table, um, I would have, um, I think just because, you know, we're just, we're doing, you know, musicians. But I would have one other person that's not a musician, but just like a, Personal hero of mine would be Dr. King. Mm-hmm. Nice. I have um, Tracy Chapman, just because to just um, music, music wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and and another person, artist, character. Should I think be- I have Dylan. I think I have Bob Dylan, Tracy Chapman, Dr. King. Nice. And I'd have Stephen Wonder and 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 Bob That's Marley nice. be bookmarks of the concert. I'm in. How and much you know, is that ticket? I'll be bartending. <laughs> Me and Ruby are bartending. Just, 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 just to be able to see Dr. King just rock out, to, you know, yeah. some some reggae music, it'd be just like wow, like it'd be like. Of course. And just so we like, what are you drinking? Just so we can have it lined up. I'm drinking rum. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Question. We had one <laughs> fan question too, Ja, from DJ Mike yeah. Savage. Shout out to Mike Savage. He said, "Is wow. Ja doing a social distancing mask on reggae cruise this summer?" Oh, dude, that'd be hard to do. <laughs> I know <laughs> we can only sell like what? ten people then. <laughs> ja could be in the yeah, cruise. Yeah, yeah, and... that ten people, you know, six to the park, you know. Wait, so we, we could, have, we, have we, could we could be on the <laughs> bay, right? Um, Ja, yeah. Ja does the cruise. See? Maybe everyone gets their own boat. And Maybe we'll just we're follow onto something you and there. Like, like, a, like a whole boat party. Everyone brings now their own boat. Now we're Jawfest at sea. Like, <laughs> you know, like Hemlock would be Jawlock. Yes. Back. Back. Lock that in. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I hopefully, you know, I, I think we might be, because I'm hearing like, um, like the cruises are coming back. People are like booking cruises again. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping by, you know, August, you know, Early September, we might be able to. Yeah, if everything goes accordingly, I guess phase, phase four, 
I think that'd be a, such a good way to, you know, end this, you know, yes. this whole thing. It'd be so, so much fun. Yeah, we got some partying to make up for, for sure. I know, right? Oh, Fireworks off the bar. Oh, my God. You know? And I, and I also thought about doing, like, uh, I don't know, um, uh, uh, just a love fest to bring everyone together, you know? Yeah. So that'd be that. It'd be that on the boat. For sure. Got to be a love boat. The love boat. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> One last thing. I had a question. If you could play any venue in the world, where would you play? Besides Mulcahy's again. <laughs> Yeah, besides Mulcahy's, of <laughs> course. Uh, oh, I think at MSG just because, you know, it's just this thing like this, you know, this um, iconic, mm-hmm. you know, iconic, um, you know, place where everything that's been just great, you know, about being able to share something with as many people as possible in a, in a space. Um, I think that'll be that. Just being able to do that. Um, you and know, then, any yeah. time of the year. That'd be yeah. awesome. And then you've gone from Penn Station to MSJ. It's the right. perfect. It'd be like, you know, 10, 10 to 10, you know, yeah, uh, to, you know, lower level to the upper level, yeah. you know, in the same building, literally in the same building. I bet there's, there's got to be guys that used to play like the subways and then made it all the way up to the big arena. I, I, I think... Um, before I started playing the subway, I heard that uh, Jason Mraz actually used to play the wow. subway. Wow. And I never saw him, but I saw some people who, when I started playing out there, it's like, yo, this, this guy, you know, he just got a hit. You should check him out. I think he used to play on, like, you know, on, on the L train or, you know, on 14th or on the 2 and 3 line. Because there had a few stations back then that still, of course, the stations are still there, but... Mm-hmm. They had this thing about you could like time yourself when the crowd was leaving work and right. the trains were certain. You know, there's a little fine to it. When was could, when was the last time you did that, Jar? Do you a still? Years ago. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you ever miss like that kind of that crowd, that kind of challenge, or nah? Um, sometimes just because you know it's it's so immediate, you know, mm-hmm. and also very fleeting because you play for a different crowd every five every train. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that was and that was part of the fun of of playing Pan Station because if you're you know if you're just starting to like you know learn songs to play and you don't really have a huge catalog that's the best place because guess what you can play the same songs every thirty minutes <laughs> <laughs> right, you yeah. wouldn't know you were busy. That's true. That's right, so I love the love train, the love bar. You get a beer and hang out with you all day, but. For the most part, I'd say a good 95% of people wouldn't even know you're repeating the same song. And then your Bob Johnson comes along and the rest is history. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, Just like, that. you know, you can play the same five songs and no one would know you're repeating songs because by the time the train comes, you know, you're on, on the next one. So, yeah. so yeah. Ja, I think we'll let you go now. Yeah. Ja, thank you so much. I missed you oh, so much. Guys, man, I this has you. been really, really fun, man. This is uh, this has only made me miss you more, to be honest. This I don't is, know if you so dope. I really love it. So, <laughs> oh, man. So, this is going to be weekly or what? I think so. We're yeah. figuring it out. You know, we're learning with everyone. Obviously, you as as I mentioned to you earlier, you know, you were high on our list right from the get-go. So, oh, we're so happy to, to get this I, on the archive. When see me, was like, oh man, this is fucking us. Like, this is really dope. You could curse on this podcast for a while. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is freaking dope. Like, you know, this is really, really nice. And I and I, I love the view. Like, you know, the image I can see it. Yeah. It's dope. The light in the back. The you know the 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 radio mic. Yeah, you know, yeah. in the back. What what did I say? Employees only. Oh, Employees dude, only. I love it. Yeah. 
I love it. It's, we look it, professional. It looks, I don't know. We, we know. are professional, but we look professional. It looks really professional. Like, you guys are in some... If we trick you know, people for a minute, then it's worked. You know, some <laughs> room like in, in the NBC building, you know, yeah. the MSNBC building with all the studios. That's you it, Mo's, Mo's Studios, three, two, the 323 two. I think Ruby's <laughs> going to hit a big one day. I don't know how. Like, either from playing with you all or right. on the podcast. All right. Ja, it's been an absolute it's, pleasure. It's been like, oh, man, dude, I, I love it. We miss Ruth. you. <laughs> Where are you at this weekend, if we want to come see you? Where are you? So, um, I just confirmed... Um, I'm going to be on Long Island this weekend. Ooh. Tomorrow, um, I'm at Pops. Oh, we're in. June 19th. Yes. Oh, yeah. A couple of our friends are working, so we'll have to come down. Yeah. 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 Um, Michelle's working. Yeah, yeah. For sure. All right. All right I'm not sure she's working Friday, but I know she, she works at Pops. Yeah. Joe, where can our people follow you? What are your, your socials? Jastix. J-A-H-S-T-I-X. Instagram, Facebook, you know, Twitter, all that stuff. And... Saturday, I'll be at um, uh, Salt and Merrick. Nice. Got this huge, you know, deck, boats up there. So, Ruby, you can, you know, bring your boat up and just, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll have to decide which one. <laughs> yeah, you know, just, just pick a boat, anyone. Just, you know, bring your boat over. Yeah, she got you can bring your boat to pop somewhere if you want. They, they got a little deck you can, you know. We'll take the love boat, Ja Cruz. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, bring the love boat. Just bring your love boat. Right, so I'll be on Saturday and, and, and uh, Sunday I'll be on, on the mile. Good, you're back. On the mile um, at, at Brocco's. Good, you're getting back um, to normal. You know, it's been, you know, it's been a, a little interesting, you know, week for them, but, you know, they're great people. You just, you know, just being in the middle of some very un- unfortunate misunderstanding with a lot of people. But, you know, um, if, if, if the message is to get people to see each other better and treat each other better, and I think we owe it to one another to, listen to each other more and 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 work to make each other better yeah so um hey, if anyone yeah. if anyone could do that it's you ja you know that's probably what people need you know we need music more, back more love more love you know more love You're real sick all right know? all right ja we'll talk thank to you, you soon so much. thank you so right. much I love this, man. We got to keep this going. Even after we yeah, open back we, up. Yeah, we yeah. got to get you in here live. Yeah, as we well. got to get in studio for sure. Yeah, or, you know, or, I don't know. One of the rooms downstairs in the huge complex now. You got well, we got we got kicked out. We got ups- <laughs> <We're not laughs> upstairs. We're in my office. We're in my office slash studio. That'd be great. You know, I love, love or, it. You know, or we could have an employees only right on stage. One of those nights. Yes. We were saying that, yeah, for sure. That'd be dope. Like, you know, it'd be like really, really cool. Yeah, and have an audience as well. Yeah, if Alan lets us. That's the plan. I know, I know. <laughs> You're going to get us in trouble. Yeah, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> All right, so, John, so, thank you so much. We love you. Guys. I got you my ideas, oh man. Uh, <laughs> we love it. Aware. <laughs> see you, we love it, guys. Bye. I love you guys, man. Love you. Much love. Thank and you I'll so much. Yeah, see you guys much. too. Yeah, see you soon. All right. Good